Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast. <laughs> Here it is. The first episode for the Called Shot Podcast. This is an endeavor nearly six months in the making, and we are so excited to finally bring you the finished product. I'm Wes. I'm the GM for this band of misfits, and as much as I would like to go into the philosophy behind this game and all the ideas I had for this adventure path, let's really just get right into the first episode. Please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening to this podcast, and also visit us on our social media. We uh, would love to hear from you. We would love, love to hear from you. Uh, our website is calledshotpodcast.com, or you can find us on Twitter at calledshotpod. And without further ado, episode one. So hey guys, my name is Wes. I am going to be the game master for Skull and Shackles, the adventure path from Paizo. And we are going to get into it today for the very first time, the stuff that they actually wrote, so we're really excited about it. But first, let's go ahead and introduce all of our players and their characters, just to make sure everybody knows who everyone is. So, Chad, Sebastian, how you doing? How you doing? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so you're playing Sebastian, right, Chad? I am playing Sebastian. What can you Sebastian Theodosiev Serban. I'm a Varesian sorcerer. And then we have uh, Matt over there. I see a card that says Fane. Is that I'm, right? That's right. I'm Matt. I'm playing Fane, the Sound Striker Bard. That's right. We talked about the Sound Striker a little bit. What makes him different from the normal Bard? Nothing for a while. He the Inspire Competence, which is the bonus to uh, skill checks. Right. He replaces that with a, a minor attack, and then at sixth level, the Suggestion ability is replaced with a more substantial attack. So then I see Adam over there staring off into the distance. So uh, you're playing John, right? Yeah, John What can Ollie. you tell us about John Ali? Olay? Is that what you're going with now? Whoever. I mean, <laughs> Ali. I like Ollie better. John Ollie. John Ollie. He's so a swashbuckler. What a, is, is the swashbuckler a normal class, hybrid class? What's it's going a hybrid on? class. Um, it's a hybrid between the uh, gunslinger and rogue, if I remember correctly. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you like playing the swashbuckler? I don't know. I haven't really played as it yet. <laughs> I know, right? We're, we're getting we're gonna there, find though. out soon. That flute was amazing, though. If I don't like him, <laughs> you're gonna kill him. So. And then uh, we got Davery playing Adagoke over there, and I see his card. It's actually A D E, not A D O. That I keep spelling it. So Adagoke. Adagoke is a human brawler. Hmm? Brawler is also a hybrid class. It's a combo of the fighter <coughs> and the monk. Do you like playing the brawler? We'll find out. So uh, we were talking a little bit about the Brawler and some of our Zeros. Uh, you do something with Feet Trees? Right. The Brawler has a special ability called Martial Flexibility, which means just a limited number of times per day they can assign themselves a feat they don't normally have, but they meet the prerequisites for. So you can have any feat in the book. Any combat feat. Combat feat. So that wow. is very specific. Okay, cool. Um, but you have to qualify. Is that what you just said? Right. You have to be able to qualify for it. So, like, if my character doesn't have dodge, so I can't take mobility okay. because it requires dodge. But he ha does have power attack, so I could take Sunder. Gotcha. So you took power attack at first level? Right. Very nice. And then we have Little Miss Valley over here. Hello. Playing Kitnik? Yes. Did I say that right? Yes, I Excellent. am. Kitnik Thistle Spinner. And who, who is Kitnik Thistle Spinner? I am a gnome. I am a, uh, a gnome unchained rogue. 
Oh, the Unchained Rogue. That's yes. right. So you're not playing the base class of Rogue, right? No, I'm going to actually try something slightly different. Okay. Not much different, but slightly different. Right. And uh, see how that goes. All right. And for you guys who are listening at home and playing along, if you want to know a little bit more about each of our individual characters, you can check out our episode zeros. They're at the beginning uh, of everything. This is episode one. We're about to get into it. You guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. Blackout. The camera opens on a well-worn wooden ship's wheel. The burned edges from past fires and notches of sword cuts tell their own story. It moves slowly. As the camera zooms out, we see a large muscular man with a shaved head and massive beard tied like rope at the wheel. Scars reach beneath his eye patch, and he is clad in leather shoulder armor, a ragged plaid cloth wrapped around his waist, and a chain of trophy ears on his right hip. This beast is the captain. The camera then races down the length of the ship towards the bow. We see three masts at full sail, heaps of rope piled on the deck. Several pirates are at work. A few swabs scrub the deck with holy stones on their knees. A man with an evil sneer stands over them and cracks a whip over the few that dare take a few seconds rest. He looks up only to insult a pirate that slipped, climbing the rigging. You blethering hog's feet of a pirate, shall I move you down here to safety? On either end of the deck are large wooden grills. A lithe man, bald, except for a long black ponytail of hair, stands over two men opening one of them. He holds a cat of nine tails in his right hand, his left resting on the pommel of a magnificent sword. Purple robes flow behind him as he commands the men beneath him. Blackout. A shaft of light wakes you from your deep slumber. The creaking of large rusty hinges can be heard. The wood creaks as a bald man in purple robes and a hideous weapon in his right hand stands over you. Sleeping on the job while her crewmates work the day, mateys. Wake up, you lily-livered non-swabs, and get yourself on deck. Captain Harrigan will keel haul ye and have fish gut serve ye up fresh if ye tarry. Up! Six pirates crash down the staircase and pull you to your feet. Your head swims with pain while the taste of oily nutmeg coats your mouth. They point you towards the staircase. So this is where we're going to pause. We'll go ahead and take a check-in on each of you as you wake up. So, Sebastian? My last memory was drinking entirely too much ale and thinking how poorly Atagoke was singing at the tavern <laughs> before everything went black. And now I'm thinking, by Desna, I've had worse hangovers, but I can't remember when. Fang? Um, I remember just taking everything in, and the flips and tricks started. And I ran to the bar, and I was going to try that, but I had too many to drink. And somebody was buying all the beers for us, and that was the last thing I remember. John? Uh, I remember flipping off of the bar, and, and the next thing I know, uh, I'm an old man in a town, and I had this horrible nightmare that, that I was this old guy with a beard, and this gnome shot him in the back and killed him. And I wake up, and now I'm on a pirate ship, so... That sounds like such a strange dream. It's crazy. That's an unreal dream. That never happened. Had it go okay? I remember hearing a second-rate bard, and so I ran up on stage, grabbed what that sorry excuse of a lute, started beating it on the, the floor as a drum to accompany my dulcet singing, which I was showing off to everybody and blessing them with it. And Kitnick? Uh, I had been just kind of against the bar watching what was going on, not really drinking, and then uh, who was the, the lady in the crazy clothes? Is it Isawin? Uh, no. The, re- no, what was her the name? red dress? 
Cocky. Oh, cocky. cocky. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, she had uh, bought drinks for everybody. And so I've started joining the party, and that's all mm-hmm. I remember. And everybody blacked out. You now find yourselves on in the hold of what you can only describe as a very dark, very wet ship. Um, I've got several drawings there laid out for you guys. We'll probably post a picture on uh, some sort of a website. At internet. Just on the internet up. somewhere. Uh, go ahead and pull them all off. That's fine. I was only going to get you to pull one, but you can pull them all. Okay. Okay, so you guys are in the middle. Middle hold. Yeah, you see that there? So uh, go ahead and put your characters on the ship just so we can kind of have a brief representation of where you guys are standing. Which set of stairs does he come down? Uh, the ones to the left, the middle ones, basically. Yeah, that one. Okay, so we're probably mm-hmm. Yeah, there, uh, just for you guys playing along at home, there are three sets of stairs, two on the front of the ship. You would think if uh, we were playing a pirate game, we'd go and learn ship terms. Uh, Our front of the ship is where we're going Sure, the bow. And then uh, you got a third set of stairs over on the <clears throat> end of the ship. Yeah. And that one actually Aft. leads down. Stern. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We don't, don't know what we're doing. So, so and Chad, you sound, so four is the front, aft is the back? It depends on which part you're which talking way about. Which way is right? Starboard. Thank you. Yes, yeah. because port and left have the same number of letters in them. Ah, it's such a good way to remember it. Is that why they did that? I don't know, but that's how I remember it. <laughs> no, because that's the side that always faces the port. Is that why they did that? Yeah. Ah. And the other side is... To the stars. I learned so much from you. And now you guys what? are learning too. <laughs> and we will edit all of that out. No, we're not. Bullshit. Oh no, that's going to stay. <laughs> that's gold. The Education. more you know. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so you guys are there. There are six pirates coming down the ship. Standing at the top is a large, scary man with a cat of nine tails, threatening to beat you. And they're all pointing you at the uh, staircase, demanding that you go up immediately. But before you do that, I would like to let you know you are all. Wearing less than probably what you remember wearing in the bar. Uh, if you're wearing armor, you have very simple clothing put on you. Uh, just basic cotton pants and shirt. If you were wearing something that didn't look armorish, you probably are in that. So, Sebastian, you're still in what you're wearing. Hey, I'm used to waking up naked in strange okay. places. Uh, yes, Kit? Do we have head coverings of any kind? What kind of covering? Head. Ooh, probably not. Uh, okay. I'm going to look around and see if I can find a piece of cloth. Sure, it's dark still. Uh, there is a piece of uh, patch for a sail that you can quickly grab. Uh, okay. Give me, go ahead, let's go ahead and get Was our first roll head that strong? of episode win. Something like that. Win one. So go ahead and give me a roll for episode one. Give me your stealth check to see if you uh, anybody else notices. We're rolling stealth check for what? For her. It's just oh, for okay. Kit. Okay. 12. Cool. Uh, yeah, you're able to grab the patch from uh, what's probably used uh, to patch up the sails with, and you wrap it over your head so you at least have that much for you. Okay. Is that cool? All right. Uh, so you also have no weapons. If you had potions, those are gone. Uh, any of the gear that you would have had on you at any time, you have none of it, just so you know. So don't add in any of that stuff while we're playing. Uh, you'll have the opportunity to earn it back, maybe. If you play nice. Adagoke's fists are registered as deadly weapons in three <laughs> kingdoms, man. When did we shift into an 80s action flick? <laughs> Don't put them in your pockets. That's all we ask. That's the right. Concealed weapons concealed. not allowed. All so right. if we had, like, hidden weapons, like behind our belts or anything mm-hmm. like that, gone? Uh, no, actually. And that was one of the things I meant to uh, cover before we got started. Okay. So everybody think about one small, easily concealable item that you want to keep. 
you don't have to tell me what it is right now. Okay. Um, but everybody has probably one item that you've that you have on you. That nice. can fit in your prison wallet. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> it's nature's <laughs> pocket. <laughs> cool. Um, and so if it comes up that you would use that item, then let me know, and I can give you A or an A right there on the spot. So we'll continue on from here, though. You are now being pushed towards the staircase. Does anybody resist? Do you all go upstairs? I think we'll have hangovers. <laughs> I don't think there's much resistance <laughs> happening. <laughs> I have a headache. I, I have no desire to get them brawl right now. Uh, Fane just looks around. Are we pirates now? <laughs> oh, good God. I'm sure one of the pirates uh, that are coming down the staircase goes, yeah, you're now a pirate. You've been pushed and volunteered, press-ganged, if you will. You're now one of us. Sweet. John just skips up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> that, My yeah. dreams have come true. <laughs> that is the most disturbing thing I have seen recently. <laughs> uh, I pictured John and Fane like waving your arms in the air, going up the stairs. This is exciting. <laughs> We're pirates, finally! Skipping in unison. <laughs> Sebastian just looks at Adagoke and Kitnik and just shakes his head. So let's go ahead and check in with you guys. How do you feel about being on a ship and press ganged? Sebastian? I've woken up in worse places. We'll see how this shakes out. It's not as if I can do anything about it right now. How about Fane over there? How do you feel about it? I, Fane just thinks this is the way it works. This is how you become a pirate. I mean, I didn't know how. I came to this town trying to be one, and now, are, and so now all are. of a sudden I am. Rum, sodomy, and the lash. John? <laughs> I'm kind of the same way. I mean, I was expecting to go off with uh, a pirate anyways, so if I'm on a ship, I'm probably assuming that I'm on that pirate ship. Cool. Okay. What do you feel about being on a pirate ship? Um... Well, Adagoke has profession sailor. I've crewed on a trade ship before, but not thrilled with it. But what are you going to do? You're stuck on the bottom of the deck. So how about Kit? I think this is a means to an end. So uh, I'm going to look for the the bright side of this. Always looking for the silver lining. I am. That way you can steal it. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys are ushered up to the deck. There are several pirates standing around. Uh, you would say roughly a dozen of the pirates look comfortable on the ship. There's another four that look very un- uncomfortable and that look a little cleaner than the rest of the pirate crew. So they're probably a little bit newer is what I'm trying to tell you. And all of them are standing about midship. So they're all on the main deck now. So you guys can move yourselves to the main deck. Uh, and they're looking <coughs> towards the <coughs> four. I have a quick did question. Did I get that right? If we went up that set of stairs, where did mm-hmm. it come out? Okay, you're probably right. So you probably went up on the very, very front. Okay. Yeah, you're right. All right. So, but it, this is kind of weird. Um, For anyone listening, there was a missing set of stairs. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of odd. But you guys are actually in the middle of the ship right now. So we walked. Okay. Yep. Okay. It's uh, probably because that's a grate. Because yeah. you said that the, the grate There's opened up. So it's two not big really squares of grates. So you went up the stairs at the very four. And so this little area up front, you actually come through the middle door and out into the main ship. The one that's closest to me, the one that says foredeck, um, or what is it actually listed? Upper deck. The upper deck. By this, you mean the ship uh, level? Yes. Drawn on the map? Yeah, so it's only the two sections on the end, the front and the end, the fore and the aft. Did I get that right? The front of the ship is the stern, the rear is the bow, fore is the front, aft is the rear, or 
What did I say? <laughs> I think the front oh, no, is the bow. Confused. Yeah, sorry, did I get that backwards? Yeah. yeah, sorry, front is bow, stern is rear, sorry. Can we use front, back, left, right? Is that cool? No, no, we're, we're, get so much we're pirates. Today. No lubber. You can't. <laughs> we're going to get... gonna catch so much hell. Pirates, yeah, we are. I'm so excited about it. Yay. We'll uh, get a diagram. Direct all time. complaints to Wes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can find me at uh, go to hell.com. Um, <laughs> so the aft and the bow on the upper deck. <laughs> we'll figure it out. No, whatever. They're only the upper level. Uh, the middle, where I've got the little dotted lines, that's where you guys actually are standing. Uh, so that staircase at the bow comes out the middle doors, and that's where you're standing. Up here on the main deck, or on the upper deck, are two giant imposing figures. Bam. And everybody is staring up in that direction as you guys finally make it to the deck. And you hear a booming voice, which I will not be able to do, but you hear a booming voice say, Glad you could join us at last. Welcome to the Wormwood. My thanks for volunteering to join my crew. I'm Barnabas Harrigan. That's Captain Barnabas Harrigan to you, but it's the last time I'll address you, and I expect you to never address me. One more thing. Even with you new recruits, we're still short-handed. And I aim to keep what crew I have. There'll be a keel hauling for anyone caught killing anyone. Mr. Plug, if you'd be so kind as to make pirates out of these land lovers. And Barnabas, the man, the big bald man with a plaid skirt, uh, begins to make his way back to his, uh, his quarters. Fane starts clapping. <laughs> Everybody turns to look at you. And uh, John, clap. as he claps, John's going to go, uh, Captain Barnagas. <laughs> and he continues to walk around. Mr. Plug stares directly at you and says, if you ever try to address Captain Barnabas Harrigan again, you'll be keelhauled for your insubordination. Do you understand me? N- no. What's keelhauled? What's your name, son? John. John. We have a lot of explaining to do to you. But first, you're going to shut up. Yeah, okay, but that means we're pirates. Shut uh, up. Okay. Adagoke leans over towards Kitnik and whispers, they seem to threaten with keel hauling a lot. I think they only have the one punishment. <laughs> you noticed that too, huh? <laughs> well, you want to try one more time, John? Sebastian leans in. To be fair, it's a very I good like punishment. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a great speech. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Plug just shakes his head. He's like, Who, what did we get? Our hands into you. And he's just rubbing his forehead as he goes, All right, I've got to assign you landlubbers some jobs. First, I need a new rigger. And this is how we're going to get it. You see that crow's nest up there? And he points 60 feet straight up in the air. There's a bunch of rigging and ropes and stuff climbing, uh, leading up to it. First one to touch the crow's nest is my new rigger. Go. And roll initiative. Ooh. Right? Sebastian gets a 28. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, So, Sebastian with a 28. You'll be going first. I don't think anybody in this group can beat you. Fane is 13. All right. I rolled a (laughs) 1. Well, that's good, John. I got a rock. My initiative's 4. John, you got a what? A 4. A 4. Excellent. Uh, Add a... Okay. I got a 20. 20. And kit. I got a 18. All right, so we're going to go in reverse order now. I'm just kidding. Sebastian, 
Uh, give me your climb check. It's a DC 10. Real simple to make it up the rope. You move at quarter <laughs> speed. So what's your speed right now? Uh, 30. Standard. So you'll move 10 feet per round. We'll yeah, I have literally nothing in climb, so this should be fun. Yeah, we're going to round up. What are rolls? I fail. That's a seven, I suspect. Right, so you go to climb for the rope, or make a grab for the rope and immediately slip down. Is that what just happened? Right. Pretty much, yeah. He, he fumbles with it. He has not spent much time climbing in his life. Okay. Uh, next is going to be at a cookie. You said it was a DC 10? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to take a minus five penalty on my roll to move at half speed instead okay. of only quarter. Cool. I got a 17. You make it. So what is your half speed? Um, I'm using both actions to move, so I guess technically it's a double move. Is that right? Okay, yeah. So I move 30 feet. 30 feet. Okay. Uh, next is going to be Kit. Uh, 20. 20. So you make your way up. So you're just going to try to climb your 10 feet up? Yeah. Or is your move speed actually 5 or 20? 20, yeah. So you actually only move 5 feet. Okay. Since you're lower. Uh, Fane. Needle. Fane runs up to the rope and kind of holds his hands down to give uh, Sebastian a, a lift up. <laughs> I'll help you. <laughs> I, I, my friend, I appreciate it, but somehow I do not think we are going to beat that man. <laughs> ten. So Just you, points it at a go game. <laughs> <laughs> so you're ten feet up now, Fane? Yes. Excellent. So you try to help him. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. I appreciate it, but Sebastian just waves him on. <laughs> right. uh, John. Uh, can I, out of curiosity, if I like, uh, can I use an acrobatic check instead of a climb check? No. No. Dang. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry to be blunt, yeah, but oh well, I rolled a three. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, so you fall down farther than Sebastian? Is that what I hear? I didn't Sebastian just didn't even get a good grip. He literally trips on his way to the mast. I think. All right, uh, round two, Sebastian. <clears throat> Sebastian is simply going to step back and watch. He knows he has no chance. Okay. Uh, as soon as you step back and act like you're not going to climb, you feel uh, a lash to the back. Ah, God. Uh, you take three points of subdual damage. God, fine, and, fine. I will. And Mr. Plug from the back goes, Climb, you landlubber. Fine, Climb like fine. your life depends on it. It probably does. I know, I know. And I'll try, <laughs> and Sebastian will attempt to, to climb up the mast again. Fane. Was that keel hauling? <laughs> <laughs> and that is a 15. So Sebastian actually manages to get partway up the mast this All time. Right, so you, you just needed some up. incentive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, at a go, okay. All right. Um, so you're trying. You're going to make it this time if you succeed. Is that right? Well, I'm not going to take the okay. minus five penalty now. I'm just going to go for regular speed. Cool. So Twenty. So you make it another ten feet up. So you're forty uh, feet. Fifteen. That's quarter speed. Oh. Yeah, you're at quarter speed. Yeah, quarter speed. So, so normally 60, you move ten. No, it's thirty feet. You have a thirty foot move, but you can move twice, right? Yes. So that's sixty. I moved quarter. Move fifteen. Can you double move while climbing? Oh, I'm sorry. Then you move twenty. Because I ruled earlier that you can move 10 feet per round okay. just to make it a little easier on the mass side. Okay, so, so I moved 20 so the first 20 time feet. and now yeah. 10 this time. Yep. Okay. Yep, so 10 and 10. So you moved a total of 20 this round. And his last guy. Oh. Yep, and you did move a total of 30 last round because you took the minus 5. So you moved half speed, which is 15 and 15. Gotcha. So where you're at 50 feet, you're 10 feet short. You're really, really close to finishing this off. <laughs> All right. Um, Kit. 17. Excellent. So you move another five feet. Mm-hmm. So you're 10 feet up. And I'm not really sure I like it. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, uh, there is a gnome on the deck uh, in a very floofy hat. Nice big uh, pl- feather plume. And he's actually cheering for you. Awesome. Something along the lines of go, kid. All right, Fane. 
Uh, Faye looks up at Adagokang and just starts cheering him on. Mm-hmm. You're doing great! I'm not... Uh, 17. Excellent. So you make it another 10 feet 17. up? Yep. So you're 20 total? Sure. Yes. Meanwhile, right. poor John Ollie. John. <laughs> poor John. So can I try and jump with an acrobatics check and then do a climb check? No. Dang. <laughs> Good try, though. I love your creativity. Hey, 18. Hey, so you make it up 10 feet. Yeah. All right, we're going to go back to round three now. Sebastian. God, there's, how the hell am I supposed Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and he will continue to climb. Sure. Better than getting whipped. Uh, 17. Excellent. So you make it another 10 feet. Yep. Attic, okay. You going to finish it off for us? Yeah, I got a 21. Nice. And bling, you touch the crow's nest. Ring the bell. Give me an acrobatics check just to see how fancy you fall down to get back down to the bottom. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's see. Flips and tricks. Uh, I got a 19. So. <laughs> so how fancy are you? I'm going to uh, go with very. All right. What is the acrobatics rule? How far down can I fall without any damage? Oh. Distract 10 feet from the fir- from the fall with a successful acrobatics. Okay, so it would only be like 20 feet, and this 20. is up like 50 feet. Well, mm-hmm. There's yeah. under you, rigging and such. It's, slide down the rigging. It's 60 feet high. You'd take 5d6. Yeah, and I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. A la Errol Flynn, I'm going to grab one of the sail ropes and slide down. Excellent. So, woo, 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 down you uh, land on the deck directly in front of Mr. Plug. He just looks at you and goes, show off. You're my new rigger. Report to me immediately after I find my next worker. Will and do. And then he lines the five of you up, and he starts with Kit. Can you cook? Maybe. And then he moves to Adagoke. Can you cook? Not at all. John, can you cook? That's the one thing I can't do. You're my new cook's mate. <laughs> And he, uh, he assigned you to Ambrose Fish Guts Group. Ambrose Fish Guts Group? Croup, with a K. Croup. Yeah. All right, so we'll, uh, we'll encounter that in a little bit. Then he looks at the other three. So Sebastian, Fane, and Kit, you are now swabs. All of you report to Master Scourge. A charming individual, I'm sure. That's what I was thinking. Where is he? Right behind you. Oh, I turn around. <laughs> uh, you feel... Um, What's called a rope bash? It's just a, a heavy knotted rope uh, across your shoulders. You'll take one p one uh, point of subdual damage. Non-lethal. Non-lethal. Yeah. Okay. Subdual or non-lethal damage. Is that what we're calling it? Is non-lethal? That's Pathfinder. Yeah, Pathfinder, right? Yeah. And so you turn around and holding the rope is Master Scourge. He looks at you and goes, "You three are now my swabs. You're going to do exactly as I say, as I say it, and nothing more, nothing less. Do you understand?" Yes, sir. Absolutely. And so we, uh, we actually talked about it before. You guys go ahead and do your roles for your jobs and your chip action. And then I'm actually going to talk to Mr. John Ollie over here for just a moment. You walk up and are introduced to Ambrose Fishguts Croup. So is that his name or is that the area of the boat? Uh, that's his name. Wow. That's the cook's name. It is a he is a large pot bellied individual. He um he has stains, brown stains all over all over the tank top shirt that he's wearing. And uh, he slurs a little bit when you meet him. He goes, So you're my new cook's mate, huh? Sure am. You know how to cook? I like to think so. Good. Cause I need all the help I can get. Look, looks like it. Mm-hmm. So. Best job ever. Come here. 
let me let me tell you something. He and leans he, in real close. Yeah, <laughs> leans in real close. You you can smell the rum on his breath from a mile away, but now it's nauseating. Uh, give me a fort save. No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and as he leans in, he says, "Is poison this ship?" But don't let anyone hear you say it aloud. The hull listens, she, and the captain hears it all. Poison, the wormwood is, rotten to the core. You'll not meet a more nasty, shower piece of work than Captain Harrigan in all your days at seas, and his crew's the same, especially the first mate, Mr. Plug. Vicious old shot he is. He'd take his own mother's liver to butcher to make pies with, he would. But they would leave me alone, mostly. They know I can't harm them. So you want me to poison the ship? <laughs> oh, Sonny, we got a long way to go with you. No, no. The captain, she, he'll have to be the first one you take out. And he's got a taste tester. You'd kill old Cocky if you did that. And that would be a sad, sad day. So, no, we don't poison the captain or the crew. Okay, I can do that. Follow me into uh, into the kitchen, and we'll get you all set up. So you go ahead and roll for your jobs and your ship action and get that all done. And at a go okay. Mr. Plug is staring at you, and he goes, You climbed that pretty fast. I've, I've crewed on a ship before. Have you now? I have. Well, that's good to have a little bit of an experienced hand along. Why don't you go ahead and... You go ahead and climb up into that crow's nest, and that'll be your first job for today. Will do. All right. And so uh, you go ahead and just instead of rolling, you'll do the crow's nest job and do your ship action as well. Kind of sneak that in. Okay, great. Okay, so kind of discussed before we started recording on how we were going to handle the day jobs. Uh, we're we're going to try something out. If you hate it, let me know. Uh, it'll be too late. <laughs> 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 so we're just gonna do this, and uh, I hope we all hope you really enjoy this part of the uh, of the actions. Um, so everybody is going to be doing a job during the day. They have the option of doing one ship action, which are all listed on some sheets. And if you ever buy the AP, I'm sure you can find it. Uh, then they're going to describe to me how it's played. A lot of D and D games, it's a lot of more back and forth, and the GM has a lot more control. I'm turning the control over to the players to be entertaining for you, the listener. So hopefully you enjoy this part. So Sebastian, how'd your day go? <laughs> Sebastian has been assigned as a rat or vermin catcher in the <laughs> bowels of the ship. That being said, Sebastian is dexterous enough that he managed to catch his quota early on and is now shirking his duties for the rest of the day oh, yeah? with a roll of 17 mm-hmm. with the shirk of 15. He is now going to explore, since he is in the very bottom of the hold, he is going to Explore the cargo hold and the storage areas down there and see what he can find of use, potential hidey holes or other things of interest to to an enterprising individual such as him. So you are exploring the ship down in the The lower decks, the the lower hold, and it's also crew berths. So when you're down there and you do your little take 10 of your perception, you see a lot of uh, hammocks around. there's also a few crates, a few barrels. Most of them look like they probably hold foodstuffs. Uh, if your ship had taken on a lot of uh, loot, a lot of loot, a lot of uh, other stuff like that, then this is where it would be stored. But it's mostly empty at this point. And the thing that's re- a little odd that you notice is there are two hammocks towards the bow of the ship, 
that side. Yes. Uh, tied up and separate from everything else. All right, Fane. Fane. Uh, Master Scourge instructed Fane to go down to the bilges and clean them. Oh, no. Or man them. I have to man them. Yeah. Uh, basically, the ship slowly takes some water. It's a wooden ship, mm-hmm. and it all seeps down into the bilges, and then it uses the bilge to pump the water out. Well, Master Scourge, I'd love to if you'd just give me some directions. Well, I don't know what a bilge is. Sure. Go down to the bottom. Okay. Find a lever. Work it. When the water is low, you can come back up. I can do that. Or if I send somebody down after you, then you can come back up. Great. When will that happen? When I send somebody after you. Okay. So Fane unadjusted roll the nine, so I took the uh, diligent work. Okay. So Fane diligently pumps water out of this (laughs) basement all damn day, and then is it completely fatigued from the work? Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's sad. Sebastian has jauntily waved a dead rat at, at Fane on his way by <laughs> as he was heading through the lower hold on his way to the bilges. And Fane's basically skipping down. He's like, oh, he's so excited. He has no idea what's going to happen. But when it's all said and done, he is not ever one to go back down there again. He's not happy about that at all. All right, John. So John uh, is worth Ambrose, and Ambrose directed him to... Well, he didn't direct him. He was trying to show him how to hunt turtles with a harpoon. Oh, no, you got the harpoons right off. Oh, okay. yeah. Cool. So John, uh, you know, thinking that he is already a pirate, decided to try and show Ambrose his skills and failed miserably. Lost the harpoon. <laughs> so Ambrose has actually sentenced me to work in the bilge room to, you know, basically make up for it. <laughs> so tomorrow you'll be working in the bilges? Absolutely. Oh, Ambrose is like, I love you, son, but I just can't have you in the kitchen tomorrow, okay? Does this mean I can call you dad? <laughs> no. Not yet. <clears throat> Adagoke? Okay. Adagoke is, has been assigned the lookout task. Uh, I've made my climb check and my perception check. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take a minus two, and I am going to shark so that I can look. Uh, I can take a perception check to try and investigate one area of the ship. Right. I'm going to investigate A3, which is okay. the main deck of, okay. the de- of the ship. So basically, I'm just trying to kind of peer over the, the lookout, the mast, crow's nest. That's what I'm looking for. Look, peer over the crow's nest when nobody's looking and kind of just be nosy. I gotcha. So when you look down at the deck, uh, one of the things that sticks out is a large wooden box. It's bound in iron, and it sits just beneath the bridge. And that's back uh, where I've got the little um, little ship's wheel drawn on here. On the you see on the upper deck where the ship's wheel is, yeah. So just below that on the main deck, yeah, you see a large wooden box bound in iron, right here in the back. Yes, pretty much somewhere right in there. Okay. Uh, and then as you look, you're watching a bunch of pirates do go about their uh, normal business. You can probably pick up a few tricks uh, for uh, working with rope. Okay, sounds good. I'm going if if anybody obviously has any sort of broad interaction with somebody else like if two people get into an argument and kind of start throwing punches at each other or two people seem to be ganging up on other people i want to try and see if there's any sort of i want to try and start working out some social dynamics sure uh actually i can give you one of those right now uh you notice a um a woman that basically sort of has a mohawk with gray hair and another person who looks a little eelish, kind of greasy person, individual, uh, they seem to be talking a little more together, a little more than uh, the other people. It's two females. Okay. Um, if you ask around, I'll go ahead and give you their names. It's uh, Slippery Sai and a woman whose nickname is Badger. 
Slippery Sigh and Badger. Yes. All right. Excellent. Great use. Great use of that uh, ship action. Very cool. All right, Kit. Well, I have to man the bilges too. Oh no! So it is being routed in the bilge room. But but okay. but here's what happened: is I went down to man the bilges, and the problem is I am very small, so mm-hmm. it's very hard for me to actually use the bilge pump. But I tried with all of my might. I'm just not strong enough. However, there's another really nice guy who got kidnapped at the same time I did, mm-hmm. and so he is so nice that every time I try, you know, really hard and can't do it, he comes over and is like, here, here, let me help you out. And so he starts banning the bilge pump for me instead because he's down there too. So I don't get exhausted or tired or anything, <laughs> but I try really, really hard. <laughs> Man, uh, you guys got to do a little bit of the uh, conversation that you have while you're in the bilges. I got to hear this. Well, I'm I'm gonna be very enthusiastic and go after this bilge pump first. Oh, me too. Yeah. So we'll both jump on the okay wheel turn it's, thing. It's actually it's a little faster. hand pump normally. No. Okay. For okay. the most part, it's usually a hand pump and it pumps the water out. So well, Fang jumps on it. Okay. He just oh, this is great. It just starts pumping away. All right. So, so what am you I wanna, supposed? to You want to try? Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. otherwise, I have nothing to do. So. Are you my no. relief? Not exactly. No. Okay. No. You, you, can, <laughs> you can keep me company down here. Go ahead. Is it dark down here, I'm guessing? Oh, yeah. It's, it's quite dark. Uh, you may have a hooded lantern, but it is a wooden okay. ship, so they are kind of adverse to the whole flame thing. Right. I'm going to look around the room. What does it look like? Uh, the bilge room? Let's see. It is uh, It's dark. It is uh, very, very wet and gross. Ugh. Nice and moldy. Awesome. There is probably plenty of mold. There is actually someone chained up in the corner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Minorly overlooked. That's a minor detail. <laughs> By the way, uh, hey, okay. it's amazing what happens when you actually read, read it. Stuff, okay. You know? I'm guessing, do we? We don't hear the person though. I just I see them. Oh, they uh, they're ignoring you. They are either asleep, passed out, drunk, unconscious. Okay. So the- and chained and chained to okay. the mainmast. It's the gimp. We've all been there. Hey, rather than say gimp. Yes. Who's the guy in the corner? Um, I walk over to the guy in the corner. I'm gonna keep trying to bilge pump, and I'm failing miserably. Just jumping up on top of the handle and uh, not making much. it move. Basically, go over. The thing's gonna go over and just kind of shake the guy that's chained. Okay, so Kit's over there, like hanging on the hand pump, <laughs> trying to make it work. Yeah. Just standing on top of it, just jumping. I'm <laughs> trying, darn it. And so you're gonna go up and shake the guy, and he just kind of like. Mm, mm. What's, what's it look like? I mean, it is hard dark. to see, but you can tell it's a, a white human male okay. with extremely black, shaggy hair. And uh, if you like, you can catch a glimpse uh, sometimes, uh, like maybe something shines some light on him and he has like a large, uh, nearly shut vision. eye. Oh, you have dark I vision? I have dark vision. Okay. Then in that case, you have no problem seeing that uh, one of his eyes, one of his eyes are swollen shut. So he's been beaten or got in a fight or something like that. It's just kind of groggy. He's not. Is he really dirty, or does he look like a newer pirate? Oh, he's extremely dirty. He's probably been down here for a couple of days at least. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I, I can't. I can't. I can't pump. I can't pump this very well. You're doing great. Uh, this guy's not talking. Here, I'll, I'll give you a hand. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Comes back over and he's just pumping away. This is probably what's fatigued yeah. him. He's so excited about this. Right. Yeah, he's just going, going, going. That and he's doing all the pumping. That's that too. <laughs> so well, guy- he's also after hauling the gnome's weight. Right. She's just hanging <laughs> off the handle. That's kind of what I was picturing, too. Yeah. That's funny. But I'm trying. Please get off. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You can um, just cheer. The guy right. in the corner goes, hey. Yes? Are you two new? Maybe. Yes. Who wants to know? I, uh, maybe. 
Well, you just be careful on this ship, old Mr. Plug, Master Scourge. They got it out for everybody but themselves. If you're not on their A-list, you're on his shit list. I'm Play guessing, it clean. I'm guessing you're on the shit list. This may be the last time you see me. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> He's like, yes. Yes, it is. Can we help you out of your chains? I mean, would that help? I don't recommend it unless you want to join me in my fate. I don't. <sighs> I would like to be seen again. Do you know what Keel Holland is, son? I've heard a lot about it, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think it's whipping or something, climbing ropes. I'm not, I haven't, no. I don't know at all what this is. I don't know what a keel is. And I don't know how, where to haul it. But. I keep thinking drawn and quartered, but I know that's not it. Right. He goes, well, you stick yep. around here for another few hours, you'll find out. That's really that's funny. Matt, the player, I have no idea what you is. <laughs> I actually, sadly, Chad, the player, does know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. So. Adam doesn't either, but this he was is... trying to ignorantly make it seem like John was the only one that didn't know. <laughs> It'll uh, be a surprise. You're yeah. all really great actors. <laughs> <laughs> we'll learn. Well, here, let me help you out a little bit. It, it's I've not pleasant. <laughs> Prestidigitative clean. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's still he's like waist at deep. At least in the you field. smell better. <laughs> he just looks at from you from the waist up and goes, "I appreciate that. It was nice knowing you, Mister Fane. Mister Fane, thank you for your kindness. Well, you're welcome." Oh, and, what was your name? I didn't, I didn't catch your name. And about the time that you asked that question, a couple of pirates come down and go, Fane, Kit, get your asses back up on deck. Day's over. It's time for the bloody hour. Jake, we'll be back for you. Fane, what's the bloody hour? That sounds bad. Just follow me, guys. Come on. Does it have to do with keel hauling? <laughs> Probably. I'm getting punched in the eyes. So you guys make your way back up to the main deck, and everybody is on the main deck right now. And Barnabas Harrigan is up on his uh, in his perch from before, and he uh, he's speechifying about the time that you two guys get up to the top. You three, uh, Sebastian, John, Adagoka, you're already there. Fame, Kit, when you guys make your way to the main deck, Barnabas is uh, in his booming voice that I don't do very well is uh, going on about the crimes, trials, and tribulations of Jake's magpie. And he uh, just looks at the other two pirates that just brought you up and says, Bring him up. And they go back downstairs a few minutes later. They come back up, and they're dragging him by his feet. He's a wimp. Limp. I'll lean over to Fane as they're walking down. I'll lean over to Fane and go, You just mostly miss him talking about keel hauling. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> My friend, I have a strong suspicion we are going to find out very, very shortly. Finally. I wouldn't be so eager if I were you. As long as it's not us. True. I uh, I pressed digitate myself, too. <laughs> because you are no longer clean below the waist? <laughs> That means I'm not clean up to my neck. Can you help me out here? (laughs) That's my spellcasting sound, by the way. Cannon. Neat trick. (laughs) Thanks. I can do that, too. We have bloop and And bink. bink. (laughs) (laughs) The sounds get more impressive as you go up in level. Eventually, you'll be the the spellcaster who goes, boom. 
<laughs> I, I feel like I'm actually talking the dirt off of you because mine's yeah. more of an oratory thing. Right. You know? right. Oh. <laughs> that dirt doesn't want to hang on to your Get skin. Off. It's not there. the place to be right now. Uh, this is what happens when the GM has to read the book and lets the players go off on their own for a little while. <laughs> You're really wishing for a way to cut our mics right now, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, I'm enjoying the hell out of this. Silly dirt, you need to go home. <laughs> so the two pirates are bringing Jake's magpie up out of out from the bilges. And uh, they're dragging him, and he is uh, clean from the waist up. Uh, but his uh, legs are completely limp. And Barnabas just stares down at him, and his booming voice goes, Jakes, you are sentenced to keel hauling for up to about a minute. <laughs> really? So good at this game. Uh, Jake's magpie, you were sentenced to keel hauling until dead. If you are able to survive, you will be allowed to rejoin the crew for stealing from the quartermaster. Your sentence is dead. What, what's, what's up, Chad? How are you sentenced to keel hauling until dead, and if you survive, you're allowed to rejoin the crew? I was just going to let that one go. I appreciate it. See, see, Fane's willing to play along. <laughs> Playing along and thinking that either the GM or the captain are morons. It's just the GM. The captain's real smart. <laughs> I'm really tired, guys. All right. So, uh, just to describe what's happening, uh, they bring... Uh, Jake's magpie over to um, oh, what's what's the yard arm? Yeah, it's the yard arm. Uh, they tie him with a long rope to the yard arm. Uh, they then throw him over the edge of the boat while the boat is continuing. The ship, not a boat. The ship is continuing on. Uh, they then swing the yard arm down the port side, around the back of the boat where the keel is, and then up the starboard side. And they drag him very slowly for game terms, 12 rounds. So about 72 seconds. So it takes 36 seconds to go down the left, 36 seconds more to come up on the right. And when they then haul him out, he's a bloody mess. So is he in the water? He's or in the water the whole time. So the threat uh, for keel hauling is not only drowning because you're under the water, but if they go slowly, they can drag you down the edge of the boat. Well, they drag Which, you along all the barnacles and all the crud yes. that's built up on the hull. So you're being straight you. to death, bashed to death, uh, down up, down one side, up the other. Is, uh, they bring his body up out of the water. They inspect it. He is indeed quite dead. Does anybody actually want to get close? Well, I was going to ask, is there any way that we can actually save him? Or at this point, would that not make any sense? It doesn't make any sense. Okay. You'd be four or five against an entire ship of pirates. Okay. And, so yeah. there's really nothing we can do to help this guy out no. at all. And... Um, Master Scourge, Mr. Plug, Barnabas Harrigan, all look really experienced and able. <laughs> They're Just, higher level than we are. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't fight them even now, if one at a time with you guys. Does anybody want to inspect the body? If I can surreptitiously get close enough to get a good look at him, sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty much the the entire ship's kind of bundling up around him. Getting close would not be a problem. Do you want to do, like, a heel check or something? <clears throat> Well, I mean, I think I pretty well know why he's dead, but, sure. uh, I mean, if it will reveal something, sure. I mean, my character doesn't know much medical, but he'll try, by God. By Desna. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me, give me a heel check. Tell me what your result is. 13. 13. He's dead. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. A lot, a lot of well, that is a corpse, all right. Yeah. And uh, could have been drowned first. It's hard to tell. Fane is visibly shaken. He's just 
Right. Got the hundred yard stare. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, John's pretty upset too because this is not what pirates do. Oh, as far as John's concerned, do you, do you whisper that or say that to anybody? Yeah, I I would vocalize that. I don't know necessarily who to, but I I would probably vocalize that to whoever's around and say, that, you know, this isn't what pirates do. Like, pirates okay. don't kill people. Uh, you're actually standing <laughs> near a woman, uh, a woman named Aretta, and she just looks at you. Let's see if I can get this right. Aye, this is what pirates do all the freaking time. You don't do what the captain says. You're going to get keelhauled, too. Yeah, but not the pirates I know. You, you all aren't real pirates if you do this kind of stuff. Oh, we're real pirates, all right. Just wait until we find us a good juicy ship. Uh, anything else you guys want to do uh, during the bloody hour? I don't think anybody was sentenced to any punishment this time around, right? I was sentenced to the bilge. You were the bilge, well, yeah, that's tomorrow. Fun. Yeah. So, to explain, because I don't know. So, the bloody hour is just where they Dole deal out punishment. yeah. Correct. Okay. So, Weapons. this is where they deal out the punishments, kill hall, whatever, placed in the sweat box. Whatever I was hoping happens. for Bloody Marys. So, there were other, <laughs> other things <laughs> were happening, though. Besides the, the, the kill hauling, there were people getting whipped and people put boxed There was up. probably a couple of pirates that were lashed or So, it gives us a good like idea of this yeah. is a bad time. Yeah. Nope, the, I have my quota of rats. And <laughs> they are very happy because then they don't have to whip you. And no one noticed that and, I failed. And right? Sebastian is very happy as well that he does not get whipped. <laughs> we, we didn't sink, so I think right. we, did, we did a pretty good job. Yes. Then, after all the punishments are doled out, Barnabas goes back to his quarters. Captain Barnabas goes back to his quarters. And uh, they pass out a half pint of rum to every single pirate. And then, again, Aretta, probably still near, still near John, leans over to John and goes, Hey, Sonny. I wouldn't pull that rum out if I was you. It's frowned upon here on this sheep. Pull the rum out? Don't you do it. People are watching. I won't. Not, okay. if, not if that's what's going to happen to me. It could. Don't you get caught, Mr. John. So they gave us the rum and then they don't want us to drink the rum? They don't want you to pour it out. Oh, pour it they out. They expect you to drink it. Oh, I'm going to drink it. I said pull. Don't pull it out. Oh, I thought that's what you said, too. Box. Yeah. Don't pull it from your pocket. It was, it was a bad English accent. So, yeah, <laughs> but that was great for a like, pirate, though. That was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> great. Yeah. What the hell did you just say? That's very accurate, yeah. <laughs> we should be very curious. I hate every saying. word you use. <laughs> it's, like, it's like dealing with deep southerners. <laughs> right? It was authentic coastal gibberish. Now they're Italian pirates. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I have linguistics, so they don't understand. That. Does everybody drink their rum ration? Probably, yeah. 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 I'm afraid not to. All right, everybody, roll a d4 first. Since mm. this is the first time that you're actually drinking the rum, we'll go through it. Yeah, Sebastian wouldn't know any better yet, so sure. Yeah. I got a one. Okay, uh, everybody, for whatever you roll on your d4, you get that bonus to charisma for eight hours. What? So while we're asleep. Mm. <laughs> Let me take that back. One D8 hours. So roll a D4 and a D8. The D4 gives you a Christmas bonus. The D8 is how many hours you have the bonus. Okay. Then give me a D6 roll. So we have a D8. Uh, actually, it's a D3 roll is what I want to know. So one and two is one, three. And... Uh, take that D3 roll as con damage. <laughs> oh, shit. Square it. Carry the 13. <laughs> I actually, given the sub earl yeah. earlier subdual damage, I might actually fall unconscious. <laughs> now, it's not quite that bad, but yeah. that hurts me in the penalty. Yep. 
Measuring across the hypotenuse of the main sail. <laughs> yep. So, okay, so just, so our D6 is actually a D3, and it's a negative to our constitution. Correct. And then the other one is the D4 times the, the number we got on our D8 for that much extra <laughs> charisma for that many hours. Uh, it's just a D4 for D8 hours. Right. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't I want you. I don't want you to multiply. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying. But that, okay, yeah. but time, yeah. but for I, that many hours. Though. Charisma so, uh, is 58. So, right. <laughs> so I rolled a four. Well, now so we're I gonna have, have a charisma all right. because okay. yep, yep. Mine's a 22. Yep. Captain, right can I have the ship? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> sure, no problem. Uh, okay, got this. Is, is the con damage uh, or drain whatever? Is it same duration as the charisma bonus? It is until you. It's con damage, so it's permanent. Not permanent, but. <laughs> It heals by one every day. Okay. So you will heal. So after you sleep, I can literally drink myself to death. Yes, <laughs> you can. Oh, and there's a game they play where the, that's exactly what happens. But when you sleep, you wake up. If you still have that original con damage when you drink again, then it adds into the DC against uh, a fort safe. So, so everybody got the charisma bonus. Everybody's got the con damage. Everybody, give me a DC five fort save. <laughs> We're gonna work through it the first time. Oh, God, I, I even with the penalty, I actually managed to make that. Everybody good? Yeah. Okay. 17. Barely. Nobody is addicted to rum yet. Uh, I rolled a one. Crap. <laughs> oh, no. And and oh, even with my boy. fortitude save, it's only a three. One so, of you is addicted to rum. Is addicted to rum. So any time that you were not under the effect of the charisma bonus from rum, you're taking a minus two to con on top of any con damage that you took. So is this minus two to the actual like con score or just your ability modifier? Con score. Jesus. Pretty yep. sure you got fucked. Yeah. <laughs> John Ollie slugs back his ration. Goes, Why would I ever pour this out? <laughs> well, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> Sebastian now knows who he will be giving his future rum rations to on the slide. <laughs> yes. So, John, you're addicted to rum. How long? Uh, forever. Yes. You're permanently addicted. It's like, is this rum meth in a bottle? Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, in Pathfinder? In this adventure path? Absolutely. I've had a fair bit of rum in my life, and holy crap. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, it's rum meth. Rum meth. That's what we're going to call it. Okay. Uh, so, so John you... looks at Aretta, and yeah. he's just like, if this is what real pirates are like, count me in. <laughs> at this point, John may very well be hitting on Aretta. Yeah. <laughs> um, how much, delicious. How much con damage did you, did you take, John? Uh, after th- oh, I just took minus one. Do minus one on con. Yeah. So when you sleep in the morning, that con damage is gone. Okay. But you will no longer be under the effects of the rum. So I have minus two. Minus two. So <laughs> the next time that you want to, do I get a bonus to charisma if I'm addicted since I like it or no? It's just when you're actually drinking it. <laughs> There's only negatives. It's just all bad. Yeah, everyone else thinks, just thinks you're a filthy junkie. Drugs are bad, okay. <laughs> um, but. If you don't drink rum tomorrow, the next day you can make a DC six fort save, and you will no longer be addicted. Oh, okay, so it's not permanent. Right, as long as I just assumed for the next three years, I was constantly (laughs) carrying rum. Floating rehab center. Yeah. (laughs) So we're gonna have to have an intervention. You can eventually resist the uh, resist the addiction. addiction, Yeah, but it's bad stuff. Uh, Apparently, I thought you were serious about the permanency. Yeah, I did too. (laughs) It's permanent until you save. 
Okay. Uh, but you can't, you just cannot have rum for like 24 hours. And then you can make, well, until you no longer have the con damage and you haven't had it for 24 hours. So I have to go a full day without drinking it. Which yeah. means tomorrow night I have to not drink it to not be addicted in front of a bunch of pirates. Correct. Awesome. <laughs> okay. So you got to be stealthy. Wow. you got to pour it out or give it off to somebody. Not good luck, it. my friends. And then um, 24 hours and then you're good. And then you can make your fort save. And if you make your fort save, you're no longer addicted. And yeah. Awesome. If you are addicted and you continue to drink the rum, it just makes that final addiction save a whole lot harder. Okay. So everybody's go, laughing. Go to everybody's a meeting. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, AA meets in the bilge. That's going to be, that's, we're going to add a ship action. It's going to be called the AA meeting. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Ambrose. Right. <laughs> it's you and Ambrose. <laughs> and that's the reason he's never stopped. No one else ever showed up. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I'm all by myself. Guess I'll drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so you passed out a rum ration. Uh, Ambrose is also like passing out like some uh, hard tack biscuit stuff since you failed at your turtle stuff earlier today. So it's just uh, just wow. bread. Thanks, John. Hard, hard, it's just hard tack for dinner tonight. So I'm addicted to alcohol. I'm probably going to get beat up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're catching on to the pirate. <laughs> all of a sudden, John does not like the idea of being a pirate. <laughs> What a great adventure. It only took one day. <laughs> Man, you just shattered his world. Right? I'm so successful right now. I feel yeah, good at this at point, John, John is still convinced he's going to wake up. Right? Yeah. You can just pinch yourself and be awake and then be in a real pirate ship. Right. Gotcha. Okay, has everybody determined what they're going to do for your night action? You can sleep, you can talk, you can do other stuff. You tell me. Okay, I see under the uh, list of possible actions there's entertain. Make one perform check to entertain the crew. Mm-hmm. Is there any sort of benefit to that? Like, there are others that say uh, you might increase your influence by one mm-hmm. or something. Uh, if I remember right, perform. Let me see your sheet real quick, and I'll make sure I wrote it down correctly. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did not write down the bonus for it, but you get a plus two on all influence check for anybody that listened to you during your performance. Okay. All right, so everybody got your ship action? Yes. Thinking about yep. what you want to do? Yes. Cool. Absolutely. Let's start with Kit this time. Um, Well, after a long, hard day of manning the bilge. (laughs) Or bilging the man. (laughs) Or bilging the man, that's true. Um, I think that for the first night, Kit is going to sleep. Oh, so you're going to turn in early? I'm going to turn in early because most other people probably aren't, so I'm going to go tend to my nightly before-sleep rituals and go to bed. Sure. So Aretta sees you getting Mm -hmm. ready for bed. Going downstairs, going. So she looks at you and goes, You're going to bed so soon? Yes. Huh. You lousy landlubber, you. I can't believe you're going to do that so soon. All right, all right. We'll see you in the morning, me little Miss Princess. Little Miss Princess. I'm good with that. <laughs> all right. Uh, Attic, okay. All right. Adagoke sees that uh, John Ollie's looking a bit morose. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to reach over and grab him and say, Come along, my friend. We're going to try and at least ma- we're going to try and make the best of this bad situation. And much like in the tavern, we're gonna try- I'm going to try and get him to teach me how to do some of those cool acrobatics and you know, crazy entertaining. Flips and tricks? Mm, okay. Yeah, the flips, flips and, and tricks. tricks. I'm going to try and get him to teach me that. And I'm going to make a perform check, okay. perform carousing check, right. to try and. Uh, at least make the crew 
have a better opinion of sure. the two of us. Very I thought cool. you were going to say you were going to take me a good drink. And I was like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cure for what ails you, man. Air the dog. That's all I'll say no. <laughs> I, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I physically can't. <laughs> Help me. All right, so give me your roll. All right. Uh, four plus six is a ten. Probably not going to be a success. So I, I guess the question is, so should I roll acrobatics to make sure I can actually complete the flip? Okay. Um, you're doing your I'm not necessarily thing. saying that's my action for the night, but sure. I'm assuming I don't have much of a choice at nah. this point. You'll, you'll have enough time to do yeah. that if you're trying to help him out. Uh, basically, what I'm going to do it is you are going to aid him. Okay. If you can succeed on a DC 10 acrobatics check. Sure. Not this dice, though. <laughs> All right. All right, Mr. Eddie. okay. What performance DC are we going to have to try and hit? Because I don't see it on my little fancy sheet here. It looks like all the others were 10, so I was just kind of assuming that was the target number. That sounds good to me. We'll go with that one for tonight. So DC 10 performance check, and you succeeded with a 12 now? Right. Cool. So flips and tricks. Flips and tricks. (laughs) Right. Flips and tricks. Does any... Well, Kit's not going to get into it. Do either of you... Are you there for the performance, Fane or Sebastian? Um, I Sebastian would be, yes. Cool. So do you help with the chanting? Kind of um, going? Well, Sebastian will not only help with, the, with the, the chanting, but will actually cast dancing lights around them as they do their flips cool. and tricks to I enhance like the performance. Yes. You get another plus two at a go game. All right. Cool. Uh, so, so this is a time. group influence oh, yeah. che- or entertain check, I suspect. And so the pirates are actually starting to get into it, Fane. So we can help and still have our action? This one time, yes. Okay. Just this once. I'll do some ghost sound, give them some music Very in the cool. background. So we got dancing lights, we got ghost sound, we got an acrobatics guy, and then we got out of go He was like, yeah! Doing crowd work! That's right. Oh, yeah. So now you're at a 16 by this point. The pirates are really starting to get into it, and they're getting loud and boisterous. Uh, you actually notice, do you remember Cocky from before? We talked about her. Checked about the drinks. She was the yeah, one buying, the drinks, one buying the, the drinks in the bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. The she one that in, got us into this mess. Oh. She hears flips and tricks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> saying it again. Uh, so she was walking in and she's kind of clapping along with you guys, like flips and tricks, flips and tricks. And then I'm she like makes John eye, into her, makes eye contact with you guys, and she like slinks back off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sebastian will try and intercept her after this. Keep uh, on walking, uh, drinky like, crow. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, John. What is your night action? So, I didn't really see this on the action list, so I'm just going to run this by you. Uh, <laughs> <No>. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's not no. nearly as bad if you're as wanting to, If you're wanting to go find more rum, that would be under steel, I think. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Do you um, want the long answer or the short answer? <laughs> uh, Why is the rum Yes. Going? No. <laughs> yeah, right. Short answer? No. Okay. <laughs> now, nah, go ahead. What you got? Well, I, I think this should be on there, at least for tonight. Uh, so, I, after I help him... Uh, I kind of sneak off from the crowd, and it's not really sneaking, but I, I'm really, really distraught about the whole night, the whole idea of pirates just being totally wrecked for me. So I, I like the idea of me finding um, Jake Smagpie? Jake Magpie? Jake Magpie. Yeah, what about him? Yeah. Uh, so i probably just go and, like, sit in front of this body and just look at it. And, and oh. I'm, like, I'm just conceptualizing the whole, like, the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? They would have dumped his body unceremoniously into the ocean. Okay. As soon as they were just bringing him up, make sure he's not actually alive, and okay. then they dump him off. See, I figured they would hang him up for, like, show, but... No, they, okay. they're going to get rid of the body. They don't really want to attract flies and carrion birds or that. But carrion birds are delicious. <laughs> Aren't they, though? Well, <laughs> he, if, assuming he has better luck catching those than turtles. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
Uh, okay, so in that case... Um, so do you want to go to the space where his body was? Because there's probably still a blood stain there. As weird as it is, yeah. I think I would. Because okay. I, I, so at this point, right. like, I'm really traumatized. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so, so what, are you, what are you doing there? I'm probably just sitting there finishing off the rum and just conceptualizing the idea that what I thought was a pirate is probably not really a pirate. So probably falling back and forth, sleep, awake... Like kind of going in and out of like this nightmarish, like this is my life now kind of thing. So about five minutes into you just staring at this blood stain left on the ship by Jake's Mad Pie, you feel a hand on your shoulder. You look up, you see Ambrose. He just looks at you and goes, "You okay, Shunny?" Yeah, it's just uh, you know, not not what I expected. You know what I find helps me to get through these hard times like this. Please don't tell me alcohol. It's rum. Oh, God. Rum solves all your problems. This is life. Here, I'll shave it a little bit for you. and hands you a dark brown bottle. Uh, it's about seven-eighths empty. I just it, turn it back. There's maybe a swallow left, so you're not going to have to roll for anything. Okay. But yeah. It's enjoy, mostly it, fish guts backwash. <laughs> enjoy the backwash, John. Roll a fortitude save, right? <laughs> it's kind of like the hagfish water from yeah. the other game that we played. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... He's like, you just, you just drink away your sorrows and hope you don't wake up the next morning, right? At this point, right. And if you do wake up, what do you do? You drink some more. You do. <laughs> you drink until all the pain goes away, and you just continue on with life. You just continue on one foot in front of the other, and you make these bastards pay. And he just, like, leans up against the rail and snores very, very loud. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to assume at this point you're going to help him back down to his quarter where he's actually going to stay. Absolutely. So you drag him back downstairs and put him to bed. As I'm, like, putting him in bed, I just, I kind of tell him, you know, I don't know if he's awake or listening or anything, but I just say, Ambrose... I think you're going to be a friend of mine before you know it. The response is... (laughs) (laughs) Barf. And and I I tell him, I I say, I'm going to get you out of this mess. And note that sound did not come out of the top end of Ambrose. (laughs) (laughs) Fane? Fane, Fane, Fane. What are you doing, Fane? Fane's going to try the the influence action. It just says, attempt to influence an NPC. Okay. Who are you trying to influence? Who's in the, uh, we're not in the build. All right. You were a swab, oh, swabber, right? A swabber. I don't think Master Scourge is one to try. No. Tell you what, you see a likely looking halfling woman. All right. Uh, She is kind of off in the corner uh, by herself. I approach her. This is during the flips and tricks and the sound sure. and music and so everything's you know, going the sound on. of music. Yeah. She's she's kind of tapping her foot a little bit. The she's not like really getting into it, but but she's tapping her foot and she's kind of just enjoying the show a little bit. And she just kind of eyes you walking up to her and goes, "See, you're a new one." Yes, I am. New oh, myself. Maybe I haven't determined if I'm supposed to tell you that or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We know you're new. Okay. How? <laughs> you're clean. <laughs> Let's go by the smell. Oh, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> Rosie. Hi, Rosie. I'm Fane. Fane, I wish you all the best. This is a hell of a place we're in. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm going to try to take advantage of this uh, bonus charisma and do some diplomacy with her. Okay. Um, you going to do any talking first? 
That's what diplomacy is. <laughs> oh. Not that kind of diplomacy, Wes. <laughs> so, so Matt. Yes. You're yes. going to hide behind a roll? Oh, no, I guess not. Rosie, how long have you been on the ship? Are you uh, going to make uh, Davery prove that he can uh, yeah. lift 50 pounds of rope any time his character makes a strength check? Davery, it's fair. Flip. Flip. Right That's now. right. I'm going to get up on this table and I'm going to do a bad <laughs> yeah. I would. I would pay money to watch that. I, w- I would too, actually. I will put $20 down right now to watch that. The ceiling's only six, what, six? Yeah. <laughs> and and six Davery's like five. six four. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Uh, Rosie, how long have you been on the ship? Just a few days. Oh, you're new, like... Uh, Newish, yes. New-ish. You can tell by the smell. How do you feel about the ship so far? Don't like it. You sure do answer quick quips to my questions, even though I'm trying to role-play out and speak to you. You want me to bash your face <laughs> in with this hand axe? At that point, I'll use oratory to cover up the fact that I'm a charm person on her. Okay. That's that spell song right, right. that I have. Roll your stuff. Uh, and sing. Oratory. Speaking. <laughs> no, we want to hear you sing. Uh, Nobody wants to hear you. <laughs> I did once. I fell asleep. You heard me singing? Mm-hmm. You were both heavily drunk, weren't you? Oh, Probably. Yeah. Well, that doesn't count. You were I'm both John Ollied, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to be a new perform. Isn't John Ollied. It's a plus All right. Nine. My perform oratory is 19. So she has to do uh, oh. a pose check to that to see whether or not she just notices I'm casting oh, this yeah. oh, dear. You roll a 20. He, he Might rolled, as well have. He rolled a 19 plus oh. whatever bonus. Yeah. Damn. Well, now, yep. that means if I fail, the, if she does, if she's not charmed, she knows that I cast it. Okay. Basically. Cool. So you're she, casting charm person? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, will save? Yes. 15. You better hope she fails. Yeah, she fails. All nice. right. <laughs> so she looks at you and goes, I don't think I could bash in a nice looking mug like that. Well, thank you. I, I work hard on my mugs. Talk pretty. Thank you. Now, what do you do for the ship? What, are, what do you do on the ship? Uh, she says, I'm a swap. I like to clean the deck mostly. I think I'm a swap too. Hmm. Are you now? I bilged the pump. Yes, I'm a swap. Well, that's interesting. Did you volunteer? Does anybody on this ship volunteer? I came looking to be a pirate, and I am now. So I wouldn't say I volunteered, but I was involuntarily volunteered. Okay. That doesn't make any sense, Fane. I wanted to see the pirate life, I wanted to become a pirate. Okay. And then I became a pirate, but it wasn't because I chose to. I woke up here. You speak pretty words. Oh, you're pretty But you too. don't make any sense. <laughs> and then she starts to drift off a little bit uh, a little bit on her cups with the rum. And she starts to talk about her fiddle. And oh. she mentions about how she enjoyed playing a fiddle growing up. I could play a fiddle. And they took it away from her. Who's they? They volunteered her to work on this oh. ship. Where are you from? Uh, I am from Riddleport. Oh, that's where I was. Interesting. Did you know, uh, and she names a couple of random names. I'm not from there. That's just where I was. Oh. Like well, yesterday, <laughs> I guess. I'm not sure how yesterday? long. No, I'm you not were, sure how long I was unconscious. You were in Port Peril yesterday. Oh. I am pl- completely lost. <laughs> Fane. It's the rum talking. Fane, you need to look at a map. <laughs> yeah. Because that one I'm looking at now is just gray and has yeah, no lines. Exactly. Uh, you were in Port Peril. Port Peril, yes. That's where this lovely ship picked you up. Riddleport is way up north. Do you know the big storm? I don't know. Do I know the big storm? Can I do a knowledge uh, something? Yeah, give me a knowledge geography or history or knowledge? something you're good at. Uh, <laughs> local? Nope. <laughs> nope? Okay. 
Why I grew up in the neighborhood of, <laughs> of that storm. I, uh, All right, we'll do knowledge. Uh, the eyes, nature. we called it. Nature. <laughs> Ten. We'll go with nature, sure. Did you say nature? No, I said geography, history. Yes, because someone took knowledge Naval. geography. Well, not yet. <laughs> but uh, In that case, I have a six. It's got to be. Bard yeah. doesn't know about the giant storm that's right. happening. That's exactly <laughs> like, okay, okay, fine. Apparently yeah, this know. one has two thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> and she just looks at you and goes, how long have you been in Port Peril? I just arrived. Well, I don't know. What day is it? I, I'm not even sure where we are or what time it is. I, I no just idea. arrived at Port Peril. And now you're here. That evening, drank too much. And the next morning, I suppose. She just taps here. you, pats you on the shoulder, and like sits you down and begins to explain some <laughs> of the stuff around this area. Just okay. to give you a basic knowledge. Question. Does she use the phrase, bless your heart, a lot? <laughs> Probably. Okay. <laughs> Do you know where I can find my stuff? Uh, it's probably with Quartermaster Grok. I mean, uh, I... she takes everything. Um, your stuff, now that you are a um, volunteer on this new ship, your stuff is all there and it belongs to Captain Barnabas, Barnabas Harrigan. You'll have to either buy it, you probably have to buy it back. What if they took my money? <laughs> that could be awkward. Do we get paid? Nope. Not <laughs> until we uh, steal a ship. Damn. You'll when's get that, your when's share. When's that going to happen? Uh, well, I'm sure Barnabas is on the trail right now. Okay. Great. So you're trying to influence her? Yeah. So give me a diplomacy check. Okay. Especially with a charm, take plus two. Does charm uh, give him a plus two, or does it move her up a category from indifferent to like... How long does favorite? charm last? Hours. Or an, an hour, let me see. It's a bit, yeah. Uh, it lasts one hour per level, so an hour. Uh, so you're trying to... Tr- uh, I'm going to give you the diplomacy role to try and permanently charm. sway her towards you. Uh, and basically move from... Where she is now up a level. Okay. Um, so give me. A so d- as charm, she's considered a friend. Correct. So, but it's only going to last for a little while, right? And then when that wears off, you're no longer going to be her best friend, right? Um, so I'm going to give you a chance now that you're best friends with her to do to permanently increase it a level because make right? it stick. Yeah, exactly. And I'm giving you no plus two because you're already friends. Okay. So, but that's a and she's very check. drunk. Fourteen with the plus two is a fourteen. Okay. okay. Well, real bad. She doesn't hate you. But uh, it does not permanently increase. Okay. Because that's where I would take the card and make a little note that you increased it. So we can keep track of that. But she enjoys your company for at least an hour. But I have modified her, I mean... For an hour, right? Well, Unless the, charm, charm. the charm wears off. But what about the actual diplomacy part? Yeah, that failed. Oh, I see. I got you. I missed the fail part. <laughs> Sorry. And then, and then to tie it into so Skull and Shackles check? Is that what you're saying? Uh, rules also, what about the influence check? That's what he just did. Okay, so that's, he did an influence that's a, slash. I think that's a different influence friend. check. Yeah, that's. I th- you're talking about like the ports going to port thing. Yeah, I'm talking about the nighttime ship action. No, the thing. influence attempt to influence an NPC. That's that's what yeah, that's what I was about. doing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's the doing. diplomacy okay. check. That was the influence action. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, you know what? It's day one. Yep. We got 90 more days to go, so we'll, well figure it out. I had plus 12. I just happened to roll a two. I'm Ouch. sleeping. I don't know what y'all's problem is. Yeah. <laughs> She's out cold. We will shave her head. All right, Sebastian. <laughs> you can sleep through basically a pirate frat party. Oddly enough, Sebastian <laughs> is going to do something relatively similar to Fane, except Sebastian is actually going to try and intercept Cocky as she tries to slip okay. away. Uh, okay. As he recognizes her as the woman who's buying drinks at the bar. And it's going to be an, in, an attempt yeah. to influence, essentially. Yeah. That's um, cool. 
My friend, my, uh, come here. Don't uh, don't leave the party so soon. Your name was Cocky, correct? She just looks at you. <laughs> so what? Uh, dare I ask? What's your job around the ship when you're not uh, luring the foolish to uh, to a life of piracy? Eh? I'm the captain's cabin girl. Oh, is that what they're calling it these days? Don't you dare, <coughs> dare insult me. I would never dream of it. I taste his food. I take care of his daily actions. I'm the cabin girl. And that is it. <laughs> Nothing more. Do you understand me, Sebastian? Of course. Coffee. Very good. And she begins to try and walk away. <laughs> so you... you uh, I'm, uh, he's going to sort of follow her along. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> at this point. So... So you, uh, you hold a position of a surprising amount of trust. I do. That is impressive. Yep. <laughs> You're not very good at role playing this, are you? <laughs> I'm guessing. I think I'm doing great. <laughs> you do have to give us something to work with. Um, not from this one, though. Okay. Well, then I've, I've wasted my action, so I'm going to move on. So she just looks at you, turns around, and goes, "If you dare insult me again, Captain will find <laughs> out. You'll be keelhauled the next morning. Do you understand me, <laughs> Sebastian?" Keelhauling's bad. <laughs> I'm sure Very good I'm glad we have come to an understanding And she turns around and walks back into the captain's quarters Okay, so that is the one nighttime action Is anybody going to try and take a second one? Oh, we can take more than Valley's the only one that gets another one No, 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 no. no she does not because yeah. she's asleep <laughs> for the night uh, so If you want to take a second one Then you have to make a fort save In order to not be fatigued Oh, heck no And if you're <laughs> right? And if you are fatigued Then you will become exhausted So the second action can't be sleep? Um, no <laughs> Damn it Good try. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yes, sneaky subtle, bastard. very subtle. Yeah. Can yeah. I roll a fortitude save to power nap? <laughs> uh, anybody? Anybody? Or is everybody pretty much going to turn in? At this Not at a seven oh. con. I'm done there. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. I think I'm good. Okay. Actually, so, John. John's going to go looking. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So he wants to find his pirate hat. Oh no. Nice. Uh, so you're going to try and sneak into the quartermaster's space. I, I don't know that that's where it is. I, I don't think that I've been told that. I think you maybe said it to someone else. Yeah, I'm going to give everybody the opportunity, like, just in your daily actions, walking around, talking to people. You've probably brought up the conversation of, where's my stuff? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know who has okay. it and I where did, that is. I just know that John would not go to sleep. He's too, like... He's too wired. Oh, yeah. After everything that's so, happened, he's just totally... He's not there. So he's he's going to try and find his items, but specifically what he's most worried about is probably his pirate hat. Okay. <laughs> I would be too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you... Well, you're just going to wait away that other gnome and steal his. I've thought about it. That's exactly the first thing that went through my mind when he said that he had a, a plumy pirate hat that will be mine eventually. <laughs> okay. First, give me a DC... No, no. Just give me a percentile roll. Percentile roll? Yeah, okay. tell me what you got. <laughs> 57. So you make your way to where the quartermaster store is. Okay. The quartermaster store has a ton of stuff in it. The door is unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a, a trap. <laughs> yeah. There's a large sign on it saying absolutely not a trap. <laughs> Good next. Can I yeah. So I'm assuming like I try and I don't know, do I like wiggle the doorknob and it's unlocked and I just know it's unlocked? Um Yes, basically. Like, you, like, reach out to touch the door. In fact, it might even be slightly ajar. 
So you know it's open. Just kick the door open. Yeah, so you kick it. <laughs> Boom! <Yeah. laughs> no, I don't kick the door open. <laughs> no one will ever know it was you. He saw yeah, it for a D20. <laughs> yeah, Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, you rum-soaked swashbuckler, you. Uh, okay, so I... Okay, so now you are in the quartermaster store, and it's just, it's a pile of stuff. It's not a very big room. It's uh, actually A9 on that map, so you can see how small it is. Oh, yeah, wow, that's tiny. It's got a ton of stuff in it. It looks like it's about, like, 10 or 15 total feet. Right, so you see uh, roughly six separate trunks. Okay. Um, You only have time to search one. Do they all look the same? Nope. I can tell you what they look like. There are two wooden lockers, which are basically, you know, like a locker from the... uh, a chest, two wooden, two wooden lockers, two wooden chests, a wooden trunk, and a metal trunk. I'm going to check the wooden trunk. The wooden trunk. Okay. You go and you test it, and it's actually still locked. <laughs> Can I break the lock on it? or Because I, I have no skills to check locks or anything right. like that. But is there a way? Like, <laughs> so give me a DC five wisdom check, real quick. DC five wisdom check. DC one. <laughs> right. Nat twenty. Okay. <laughs> it occurs to your uh, rum-addled brain uh, that Jake's magpie was just keel hauled <laughs> for stealing from the quartermaster. Yeah, but he got caught. <laughs> Unassailable logic. I mean, I yeah, I, mean, I can't argue with that. How many, how many uh, backup so, characters do you have? Yeah, it's a good lock. So yes, you could break it open, but you have no weapons. Uh, but I do. No, you do. <laughs> I do. No, you do. Uh, it's I, not a very big or strong one. It, it's not big. It's not strong, but I do have a dagger. But it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to try and break this lock open? Yeah, I don't have lock picking skills, so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know I've got to be that one guy that does everything the DM doesn't want me to do. <laughs> no, no, I really want you to do this. Because uh, this is going to be really interesting. You have your backup character ready, right? Uh, Did this Shanghai can- more than five people? <laughs> I certainly hope so. Because otherwise group- he's playing that halfling. Yeah, I was going to say, out of the group, you guys have killed all of my characters previously. So <laughs> I'm used to it at this point. Based on your actions. <laughs> yeah, we would just like to point out that that was entirely okay. your fault. So okay, you maybe do- not the fireball. You have a small dagger. You yes. slip it out of its sheath. How are you going to use this small dagger to break open a strong, sturdy metal lock? Um, I'm assuming that I could probably push... So the lock has to have some sort of opening on it where it goes into a hole. Sure. So push it in between that and where the hole is and okay. just keep pushing into the wood. So the wood okay. takes the bear, the brunt, kind sure. of. Eventually it's going to get wide enough that it'll pop the lock open is what I'm hoping. Just kind of jimmy it open. Yeah, just I'm not really trying to like... I, I mean, I guess I could take the pommel of the dagger and stab at it, but that's I, I think I would know that that's not going to do anything. I'm okay. going to try and actually force the lock I'm going to give you three chances. Okay. Um, and then you get kill hold. And you don't have to do an attack. Just give me your coup de gras damage. Uh, how do you calculate coup de gras damage? It's your crit. Yeah. Oh, okay. So time for a dagger times two. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So roll your d4 times two. Yep. And then double your strength bonus. And double your strength bonus. I rolled a one. <laughs> roll it twice. So, yep. Roll it twice and add them together. Four. So you did five points of damage. Okay. What's your strength? Eight. So you get a minus one on strength. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was you healed three. the lock. You did three <laughs> damage. Uh, you, you know how destroying objects works in Pathfinder? Yeah, vaguely. I know they have health points, and so you have to... You had hardness. to overcome hardness first, right. and then you had to actually destroy um, the... You have to take away hit points. Sure, sure. And the hardness takes away from every single hit. <laughs> right. 
you did no damage. Okay. <laughs> so at this point, I realize that I'm yeah. not going to break the lock. Can Your I pop? Knife will break first. Right. But this is a wooden trunk. Sure. So it's going to have wooden plaques. Yeah. Can I pry open one of the wooden plaques? Uh, they're all bound in iron. Oh. The way this would be. So you'd have to actually break it like a, uh, like a karate punch and break it through. <laughs> okay, yeah. You should totally try that. <laughs> I don't have the strength. I just break my little hand. Oh, I'm aware of that. But <laughs> a son chop. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You could, again, use the pommel. I'll let you do full damage with the pommel on that. But I, looking at the numbers, I don't think you're going to make it. you got yeah. two tries left. Yeah, no, at this point in time, I think uh, I know I'm not going to make it. Yeah. And I really like John Ollie, so I'm not going to kill him. <laughs> uh, so at this point, I'm just going to hide my dagger. It's actually uh, inside of my belt, like on okay. my back. It's in so his just, prison wallet. Yeah, completely hide it. Uh, I probably just try and walk off then at this point. I don't think I have time to check another trunk, I'm assuming. No. Okay. All right. For another night. For another Thank night. Thank God. <laughs> uh, anybody else? I need to roll fortitude to make sure I'm not fatigued. Correct. Yes. Okay. I'm going to snore. <laughs> Loudly. That's a crack. Oh. Yeah, Sebastian has figured he's already ticked off the cabin girl, and he's at a, he's already screwed up from the rum. No, he's going to bed. <laughs> cool. I rolled a 13. Are you good on that, then? We Fan. are very new. I'm going to bed. Attic, okay? Going to bed. Everybody goes to bed. You sleep soundly throughout the night. You wake up the next morning. You're downstairs in the A-10 space, so the big space... Lots okay. of crowded pirates. Uh, probably a couple of them try to bump you out of your hammock during the night, but you eventually find a way to where you can safely sleep for the evening. Uh, Kit, since you were the first one down there, you were snoring soundly by the time anybody else comes downstairs. So you've got your space claimed. Morning comes. You hear hmm. probably the clank of a bell from up top signaling that the workday has started. Ah, the uh, dulcet tones of Master Scourge. Yep. <laughs> All of the pirates that are around begin to make their way upstairs. They jump out of bed and begin running upstairs because the last one up usually gets punished in some sort of a way. <laughs> and we're off. <laughs> so you guys start to make your way upstairs. Standing <laughs> at the top of the stairs heading up, you see... A person that you learned, his name is Phipps Chumlet. You see a large half work. His name is Jaundiced Jape. Uh, the greasy looking female from before with the shaved head, uh, slippery sigh. And then the uh, other one, Aretta Banchin. They're all standing at the top of the stairs. And as you make your way up, they just look at you and go, Aretta just walks up and goes, You in a hurry, mate. I got something for you. And all four of them put up their dukes and begin charging down the staircase at you. I immediately cast sleep. Roll initiative, maybe? (laughs) We'll see you next week. (laughs) More shit. You guys see that they're they're changing the parts of the Caribbean ride again. What, yeah. what, really? Well, they're getting rid of the bride sale thing. I'm so mad about that. Okay. Sorry. I like yeah. the original. On the scale of things I'm going to get mad about, that's not on the scale. Zeto. Um, <laughs> it's one of the best scenes. Everybody likes the redhead. And she turns into a pirate later. Like, if you're looking in the, the actual ride later well, on, you see her as yeah, a Yeah, but now they're sipping straight to the pirate part. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs>